1: Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Now back to 95.7 The Game.
3: 10 o'clock in the morning. Cam, I don't see us on television. If you get an opportunity, thank you very much. And can't see, I can say that now to Cam because he likes getting up and running down and sprinting and being all over the place. Back in the day, he's active. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, he would just sit on his ass because he was huge. Now look at him, man. He's ripped. (laughs) <laughs> i got to watch myself because he could come in here and just pound me at any second. Now.
4: I think every producer could kick your ass. By
3: the mean. way, it is beautiful outside right oh, now. A
4: wonderful Sunday.
3: It is a gorgeous Sunday. Driving
4: in on the Embarcadero, looking around at all the smiling faces. It's, it's like you wouldn't even know that the Warriors lost last night. So your level of
3: nervousness, I want to get back to this. So you really have a sense of fear that the Sacramento Kings are going to win. And, and why not? You're, you're down 1-0. You've only won 11 games on the road. The Sacramento Kings just took it to you uh, in a very highly entertaining contest, and you think that the the sense of desperation and nervousness because let's face it, not to go not to go there, but I will go there. Is that if it ends against Sacramento, this could be it for the Golden State Warriors. Don't want to go last dance, but there's so many moving parts. Whether it's Bob Myers, whether it's you know, Draymond opting out. What are you going to do with Clay Thompson? Does he get the extension? This could be, you know, this could be it. So maybe we should share your sentiment. And maybe I, I can't speak for everybody out there, but maybe we should share your sentimentality in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on one
4: butt cheek. We talked the entire season about it. Is your arse it. tight? My arse is very tight. We talked all season, though, about how Golden State, you know, you are what your record is. And for Golden State, it was, you know, for the most part, average. And on the road, it wasn't good. But there was that underlying feeling in most people's brains like they're the champions and until someone proves that they can take them down, they're still the champions and they're still the team to beat. If Sacramento takes two at Golden 1 Center and goes up two, has all the momentum, what makes you so confident that Golden State's just going to roll the ball out there and they're still the champions? Because they've
3: done it before and until... Until I, how see many times did they come back down to nothing? Four games and they're. How many times did they come back down to nothing? Well, nerd boy, I don't have stats in front of me, but I'm willing to say that maybe it's never happened. Boom. So here, here's why there's a level of confidence I think for the Golden State Warriors is that I, last night, despite the fact that they lose. It, again, was not reminiscent of a typical road loss that we've experienced all year long. I think they played well, and I just feel... Doesn't that that worry you? They played well and still lost? Well, what worries me, if I was to go down your road, if I was to join you... Almost as if the Kings are good? I... What worries me is that when you think about the Warriors and the postseason and flipping that switch, when you're up 10 in the third or if it's nip and tuck against the Kings and the game's hanging in the balance in the fourth quarter. Put them away. Those are the games the Warriors usually win. Put them away. Warriors win those games. And they had chances down the stretch. 98% of the time. Whether it's you know whether it's a Wiggins three or whatever, they just win. I don't care how you get it done. We're just accustomed
4: to you winning those games but this year's installment the entire year and, and going back to you know if we're if we're not talking just this year going back to the the calendar being flipped to start the year in 2022 it was even worse to be honest with you on the road there have been road woes since day one this season and it looked like maybe they'd figured it out lately against garbage competition but they're still going to have to win a road game to win this series and you go down o2 then you got to win your home games too you got to win everything. So this game coming up is massive. I'm not saying that I picked the Warriors in six. I, I still, you know, if you were putting money on it, now the odds are a little better. You know, three days ago, Warriors were minus 290 to win this series. But guess what? The Kings were favorites to win yesterday's game. So this is going according to Vegas's script. They said the Kings are going to win game one. Warriors are going to dominate this series. And maybe that happens. I'm just saying there is a lot of confidence around the Bay Area for a team that all year has been awful on the road remember the Boston Celtics NBA Finals to take you back to last
3: year game one I do Horford going nuts from three-point territory Derek White who the hell are you Derek White he just couldn't miss from three-point land
4: and and the Celtics went up all 1-0. year you've been getting on me for saying it's a new year Chuck it's a new year and now you're and now you're going into my bag of tricks it's like we Freaky Friday over here. We've switched
3: spots. Here's the thing: is that you can't reference anything prior to today because I, I'm like the wind, man. I'll just change. I'm like the current. So remember that game. They lose game one, and Horford's going nuts with threes. Derek White's hitting threes, and they lose to the Celtics. Yet I remember distinctly Draymond Green in his podcast talked about. Listen. We're down 1-0 to the Celtics. Should we be nervous? Hell yeah. It's it's the NBA Finals. Of course we should be
4: scared. We just lost a home game. But
3: we're not, is essentially what he's saying. Because that ain't happening. Well, they're going to say that every year. Yeah, And eventually,
4: one of these days, they're going to lose. Unless they're... You know, your age, running out there with their walker. Oh, thank you. Age-shaming, thank you very much. Yeah, you know, I got to do it. I I only have so many years until the the young whippersnapper comes in here and says, Chuck, you old man, you got a big old (laughs) gut on you. Quit eating those chicken biscuits for breakfast, you savage.
3: I I cannot look. I tell you what, the future for you, with that receding. No, no, we get
4: to the gym six days a week, Dan. We're good, man. We burn
3: off the calories. But, Derek, when they hit all those threes the point I'm making they were just like you know what you're not going to do that again we just took essentially your best shot you are not beating us again you think that
4: was the Kings best shot though with Sabonis missing layups left and right with Herter missing every three and with Keegan Murray playing like a trash can you know why because I, I think
3: that one of the questions about the Kings was their youth and inexperience. And I think you saw that with Keegan Murray. And I don't see him coming out of that hole anytime okay. soon. I think all the pressure was Sabonis, on them game one. Hans. Hans. Is Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber is not. yippee He's a guy that I, I, when I look at him, I, I didn't see necessarily missed shots as opposed to schematically. Dude, you don't scare us. Looney was up in on him. They are forcing him to his offhand. I think that just schematically, whether it's green or whether it's a bonus, they're saying, we're going to take you out of this series. All right. Let's let's go. But is De'Aaron Fox going to give you 38? And the question is, is Malik Monk going to give you 34 off the bench? That's, That's the looming question. And I think what Draymond and Steve Kerr was telling you last night is, like, that ain't happening again.
4: The nerd goggles are back on. Hey. Kevon Looney had five fouls yesterday, so I know what you're saying. Yes, Looney was eating him up down low. Looney defensively was better than Sabonis was offensively. What happens if Looney gets into foul trouble? That's a thing. Then who? Where's Jimmy Wise? Yeah, Jimmy Wise is is in Motown eating Detroit-style pizza. He's not coming back anytime soon. That's what scares you. Three fouls in the first half, then Sabonis can make you pay. No, that's true. The Warriors have very little depth when it comes to bigs. Looney played 32 minutes yesterday.
3: In fact, they don't have any bigs aside from that of Looney. And, and again, we're talking about how they got the offensive rebounds, which was a key yesterday. The Steve Kerr mentioned it frequently, how they got second chances and the Warriors have to improve when it comes to rebounding the basketball. And that's been a problem all year long, simply because they're a small basketball team.
4: And teams that are larger and bigger always punish them. They were a small basketball team last year, though, and there were games where they were dominating Memphis on the glass, and they took it to Boston on the glass. Yeah, in game I don't two. think it's an
3: issue, but you do need to rebound better than that. Wiggins, Wiggins was good, but Wiggins, one of the things he did not do well, and he typically does, which is why you should be, shouldn't be too worried. Is He didn't rebound last night. And Jonathan Kaminga. as much as I've been on this guy, and I I feel as though I'm his agent, I will sell this guy to anybody. I think he's a budding star. But the one thing, J.K., Mr. Congo, what you need to do is rebound the
4: basketball. Over under half a rebound yesterday. I'll
3: tell you how much he had. The middle of a bagel. (laughs)
4: Take the under. Yep, zero.
3: No rebound. You cannot do that, JK. Jonathan Kaminga, no rebounds. You're 6A, bro. GP2's snaring boards. How many did he have? GP2. Four. Four more than Jonathan Kaminga. And I know GP2 played more minutes, but listen, come on, man. You, you, got, you want to stay on the floor? I'll spell it out for you, Jonathan Kaminga, because I saw his body language. He's frustrated coming out of the game rebound the basketball everybody and re, you know what rebounding is it's putting a body on somebody. you talk about St Ignatius I'll take you back in the day. I'll take you to Stuart Hall Coach Sinclair just just find a body and stick your arse on them then and, and get a board. It's all about want to. you know we could say ass on the air Arse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, with that being said... Let's just hear Mitch really. Let me get Mitch out of the way. Get out to Jersey to my old man, Mitch. Yeah, you <laughs> Sorry.
4: my It's
3: diet. either you and Mitch. Yeah. Like, get to Mitch. I got e- nothing. Either one is like, it's not going to be very entertaining. Sorry, Mitch. It's been a while, bro. <laughs> How you been? Good.
4: How's everything?
0: Everything's been pretty good. Things are going fast. Life is going fast. Hope everything well.
3: You miss me, Mitch? Uh, I do
0: miss you. Believe me. All right. I'm a grandfather now, so I got my... I'm still getting the diaper changed. You're a already. grandfather? Who the hell,
5: married you? Hey, Let alone you got, you got
0: be, I'm an actual grandfather now. <laughs> Thank you, I love you, Hey, Mitch, love
3: we got to run, bro, but I love you. What do you got really quick? You get Ten seconds.
0: Yeah. Great thing last night. I think we got to play better. I want to see more from our young guys. They got, they got a very much younger team, uh, Sacramento. So I want to see more for Kaminga and uh, even
4: Moody. I love you, Mitch. Mitch, call M- back anytime, Mitch on, bro. Me, he we'll he led it. me right into my point. Jonathan Kaminga. He just called, uh, I like that, Kamudi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kamudi. I like it. Moses Mo- Mo- Moody. Moody Mo- no, Kaminga Mo- and, and Moses Moody. Kamudi. Kaminga. Um, believe he believes that guy's seems, got grandkids. There's hope for all of us. He seems like a feast or famine kind of player right now, does he not? Like, Kaminga. You look at his splits. Nerd again. Poindexter over here. Dmitri Petrovich. With that being said, Kaminga plays over twenty-five minutes. He's extremely effective. But when you stick him in there for spurts—seven, eight, nine, ten minutes—something about his body language, something about maybe him well, not no, heating relative. up to the game, whatever it may be. This is just my observation, and my points are irrelevant here. With that being said, seems like he needs more minutes to kind of you know, give himself that opportunity to be Jonathan Kaminga. And there just aren't minutes to go around in this playoff series. So maybe it is feast or famine and it's famine for him this series. And you don't play him 10 minutes. You play him zero. No,
3: I well, No, no, zero. I think the 10 minutes is what he's having a hard time with. And I think it's, you know, what squeezed him is the return of Wiggins, which has taken away his name and minutes. Peyton and Peyton. It's, that's
4: two players. Peyton
3: that- came into this thing and it's really sort of disgruntled this guy, but So is it not, you know, we'll see in October. You're going to be great next year, but right now? No, no. And and just hear me out, fans. Jonathan Kaminga against Sacramento will have a game. He will have, it could be Monday, because this matchup, and it's all about matchups when you go from series to series. This matchup favors him. They want to get out and run, and that's what Sacramento does. That floor is wide open. This is tailor-made for Jonathan Kaminga. And Jonathan Kaminka did. he played well last night. He wasn't bad, but he continues to, you know, get himself in trouble. You can't have a – he's the one guy that looks vulnerable. He's the one guy in the Warriors that you look at if you're Sacramento and you're like, that's that guy just traveled with the basketball. What? He's 20. And then he clanks one off the – I know, but there's no excuses at this point. I like his game, but I do think that he will earn some minutes and he's going to be an impact –
4: in this series because I don't it favors his style of play. It does favor his style of play, but I don't. And I think I, I I love Kaminga. I think he's gonna be a superstar in this league. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not uh, don't, Thursday. He and the thing I'll is I'll put it next to your Jimmy G's gonna be an MVP conversations on the whiteboard over there. We have some of your takes. We'll put it next to my Zion Williamson's a future Hall of Famer, which by the way, I'm not gonna sell that take because it's a penny stock right now, so I'm just going to stick with it. But I think you may be right. I, I think Zion maybe. Uh, I think it may be a bad take. Zion. Well, just let me digress for a moment with Zion Williamson.
3: What is with that? You know what? Who's who's the general manager? Trajan Langdon over there at the Pelicans. Trajan Langdon, formerly of Duke, by the way, the greatest athlete to ever come out of the state of Alaska. So. Really quick, you brought up Zion Williamson. The guy hasn't played. Despite being cleared medically the last month of the season, they need him. They want to get into the playing game. And he's like, I really can't go. I looked at him at a press conference. I thought it was Oprah. How You see how big he is now? He, I thought it was Anthony Anderson from Blackish. It's like, who is this dude? He was so big. If I'm <laughs> Trajan Langdon, I call him in my office. You know what I tell him? I'm like, you know what? Let's just be very diplomatic about this. We're not
4: paying this guy.
3: Well, well they already did. They gave two hundred mil. This is what I would say to him. Like I know, not paying him anymore. uh, This is what I would say, Zion. I know you're having issues, and I know that there's some things going. There's some mystery as to why you're not playing. God, how do I put this to you? Stop eating, fat boy. You fat bastard. Stop eating. How's that? I mean, (laughs) he has got no mystery. All right, let's get back ropes. to the Golden State Warriors. For crying out loud, why do you do that
4: to me? I don't do anything. Why I just, do I, I even brought, go down that road? I brought road? up Zion Williamson, and you could have digressed. You could have moved on. You could have gone back to the Warriors, and you start giving fat bastard references.
3: You know the text line? Not at any con. The Kings have zero rim protection. You're right. You're absolutely right, man. And Kaminga will be big. you got to break through that first seal. See, what Sacramento's doing, they're overextending. Right? They're they're what what are you laughing at?
4: Anthony Anderson ain't big from (laughs) 510. Quit disrespecting.
3: I love Anthony Anderson. He's hilarious. No, but they're extend they're overextending, which gives you the opportunity to get to the rim. Like go to the rim. And that's that's why Jonathan Kaminga is going to be a factor. And there is nobody, once you get to that rim, that should scare you. All right. Hans is not going to be he's not getting in the way of you. You can get to the rim. You can have he's a little of gonna... respect for Arvidas
4: Sabonis' son. Now he's good; he's a good player. He is, and I think he, I'm with you. I think you'll hear he's he'll be a lot louder in game two. No one on the text line thinks he's any good. Apparently, everyone oh he's soft. The Warriors aren't going to have any issues with Sabonis. I'm telling you, everyone that's saying the Kings played out of their mind last night and they'll never play like that again. Kings have been good all year; been good the entire season. They've been consistent all year. Guess what? And De'Aaron Fox. Has scored. He was on my fantasy team, Deirdre the team Fox that lost is, every single game. It's for real. He scores 30-plus every single night. So you saying he's not going to go off like that. No, no, yes, no, he he's is. For,
3: he's not, he's not going to give you – nah, he ain't giving you 38. He may be 25. 35? Nah, he ain't giving you 38 again. We'll make a gentleman's bet. I guarantee you no, he scores not, over 32. No, there's no way in hell. I gentleman's bet. Th- bet. I bet you gentleman's bet. I bet he
4: scores over 30 I'll on Monday. i bet you – no, no. If they put, I'll tell you this. If they put Gary Payton II on him for 35 minutes – If Peyton's getting run like that, maybe even put a little Wiggins on him. And Wiggins probably ain't quick enough. You have to. You Divincenzo cannot watch
3: De'Aaron Fox as many minutes. The twenty minutes he did last night that ain't working. And I like I'm a big Divincenzo fan, but he cannot stay with De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is just too quick. De'Aaron Fox, his little mid range man, when he wants to just show you that drive and then pull up and then hang in the paint from eight feet, he doesn't miss. And the fourth quarter, he smells the finish line. But what I'm not buying on him is stepping beyond the stripe and doing what he did last night. He ain't doing that again.
4: That's fair. But we talk all of averages, and if he's not doing it, then Red Velvet will. Kevin Hurdle knocked knock down two or three, and there's your difference there. It's team game. And I just offended st- a listener. What did I say? You Being mean to Zion, my guy. I'm, I'm still, I mean, the take's still there. Hall of Famer. Zion. Oh, uh, it looks terrible right now. It's you know I bought it, I bought it when it was up at thousand dollars a share, and it's down to about two dollars and fifty cents right now. But I'm holding on to it. I mean, wh- what good is selling it? I will fat shame him every day of the
3: week. I'm sorry. I would love for you to come back, listener. But that dude has got to push away. If Cam can do it, Zion, come on, man. Gave you too many, too, too many zeros, brother. But forget about Zion as it relates to the Golden State Warriors. I think Jonathan Kaminga is going to have a role before it's all said and done with because this just plays right into him. But the bench right now, there's somebody has got to rear its head, all right? And, and I think that because I, I, I'm really curious about Andrew Wiggins when it comes to game two because game one, oftentimes when you're out for a while, you can get through that game one. And again, and a lot of it is energy and adrenaline. And game two is oftentimes when that's deflated, is when you see the rust so I don't know that you can rely on Andrew Wiggins so somebody else and I think that somebody's got to be a Jordan Poole has got to come back and I know the 17 points were impressive but 17 points in the first half or majority of the first I need you big buckets down the stretch I need you taking that charge against De'Aaron Fox I need you to know where you need to be on that rotation this is about a guy that wants to be a significant contributor to a championship team. If that's the case, when it gets down to crunch town in fourth quarter, that's when you need to make your threes. I need you to take over when it counts. And they need somebody else, not named Steph Curry or Clay Thompson, to provide a spark. And I don't know that Andrew Wiggins is going to give it to you. I still think that Russ is going to play a factor in all of this before it's said and done with. And the offense has got
4: to come from somebody else couple points to to respond to you. I thought Wiggins was fantastic. Four blocks yesterday. Defensively, I thought Wiggins looked like he hadn't missed a beat. He's not going to go one of eight from three-point land often and miss the way he did with some bad clanks and missing a wide-open three down the stretch that, you know, 35% of the time he's knocking down. I don't think Wiggins is going to be that poor from behind the line. In this series? With that being said, let's go over to Jordan Poole. You talk about how Jordan Poole needs to be this closer, this and that. Has he ever been? I mean, I'm talking in high-magnitude situations. Has Jordan Poole ever been that player that's, in the last two minutes of a game, been the guy? Been big boy basketball, no, as you say. He's in uh, the, in last two in minutes the, of Steph. In, Steph the, will in the Boston series last year, I mean, Poole had some, some moments in the first half and in the third quarter of certain games, but I don't remember, correct me if I'm wrong, down the stretch of games, I don't remember Poole ever being that factor. Well, he better be. I don't think he has to be. He needs to... You need
3: production. It doesn't... Okay. All I needed was for Andrew
4: Wiggins to knock down a wide-open three, and it's a 1-0 series. I agree our with Our point you. is completely different. All they needed was for Clay Thompson to pass up on some of those errant three-pointers that he took, and granted... He hit 300 of them this year, so you can't get on him too much. But there were some bad shots there. I was watching the end of the game. No, there's no doubt. I was watching the end of the game in a cheesesteak shop. Of course, ordering you myself were. A little cheese. Yeah, I ordered myself a little cheesesteak. Where were Why you? Uh, Zion's. No, I was. Uh, <laughs> it was the cheesesteak shop over in, in the, the city. Uh, no, nah, in Fairmont, uh, over in Pacifica. Oh, uh, okay. And I was at the cheesesteak shop, and they had a bunch of big screens, and I was Pacifica. watching the When's end. When's the last I time ordered- the sun came out in Pacifica today? Um, and there was a, there were a bunch of big screens, and Clay took one of those shots late in the game. I was there for a, a two minute stretch. Curry hit that shot from behind the hoop, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" From the corner, that was that amazing. was amazing. But that was
3: Clay's fault as well. Clay was trying to take over, and he's looking for a spot, and he dribbled down, he dribbled that thing to the shot clock was down to the nub, and said, "Oh." Here, take it. Step the Steph was like, okay. and he and he bailed exactly. him out from but behind That was the on
4: Clay. But when when Clay took some of those shots with under four minutes to go, there was one that was. He had a hand in his face, and it was deep, and it was just a—it was a complete force. And everyone in the in the cheesesteak shop—they're not, you know, they're not NBA scouts. They kind of turned around, looking at the person carving up the meat. What the hell was that, Clay? Yeah, Yeah, you're right. There were some bad shots down the stretch. I agree with you. And And he was a minus 14. That's the worst on the team. Yeah, he
3: wasn't very good last night, but he did hit some big shots. And Clay is. That's just it. Not being I like Clay. you got to live and die with him. I'll live with Clay when he wants to get to the rim and he was doing a lot more of that when he's multidimensional with his offensive approach. But the threes, the heat check, or I'm in a moment, I'm Clay Thompson, I got this shot like man, that's that's a, we've been there before. And the Warriors are not good when they're just reliant on doing one thing and that shooting threes and thinking that it's 2016 all over again. Hey, taking us to the break, Cam. Can you give me a little, a little Sacramento? We need to throw some love to the Kings. Kings fans, I'm gonna give you when we come back. I'm gonna give you some some time. You showed up last night. You lit that beam. The whole country was watching, and you guys delivered. It looked like Page Stojakovic. Yeah, his son's like going to Stanford. He's Stanford commit. Way to steal my thunder. Who the hell cares about his son?
0: (laughs) Back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new
1: voicemails.
3: 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. And, of course, you can check us out on YouTube, on Twitch. You can see Chuck who's standing. It's Chuck, it's, hey, listen, it's
4: postseason. Chuck ain't playing around. I don't mess around in the postseason. 82 games to just get the feet wet, wet the beak. It's serious now. By the way, who knew Trey Lyles was so good at basketball? Well, he's not. <laughs> he looked good last well, he night. He looked good last night. This is to my point that he's not doing that again. You want to talk about... As a as someone that covered Kentucky, he's a during Canadian that, by that the stretch. way. That stretch, okay, yeah, nice. Him and Wiggs, and Mark Jones, by the way, who was on the call last night. Okay, nice. Oh, Canada. Trey Lyles in Kentucky. Tim Horton Donuts. He was <laughs> he was on that team with uh, Anthony Towns and and Devin Booker and all them. You want to talk about one of the most underappreciated or irrelevant John Calipari players from that era? And here he is going off in Money game Monk. one. No, Malik Monk was putting up 20 points, 30 points, 40 points against North Carolina in his lone season. Trey Lyles averaged like seven points, kind of did, you know, just did the little things well. They had five, six future NBA players on that team, but I did not know that Trey Lyles was that good at basketball. And you say he's not. Well, he is. Playing in game one and, and played pretty well. Trey Lyles has been – this This might be his fifth team. That may have been the greatest game of his career. Yeah, he's he's okay. He's serviceable. But
3: if if he's going to be the reason why the Golden State Warriors – He did what
4: Al Horford or, – or what Derek White did last year in that game one against Boston. And you say, all right, that's reason that the Warriors should not be too afraid because guys went off that shouldn't go off. And I've rebutted a few times on this show and told you, well – Red Velvet, Kevin Herder's not going 0 for 5 from three, and Keegan Murray, I do think, is going to play better. Although you say he's afraid of the lights, Golden One Center's bright lights are a little too big for him. He's from Iowa, never seen anything like it. I think Murray's going to bounce back and have a better game. So, it's law of averages that it comes down to. Trey Lyles isn't going to hit. How many did he hit yesterday? Four. Se-
3: Seventeen points. Did he have 16? He had 17 points. He hit four deep ones yesterday. And Malik Monk. 4 6. Malik Monk's not coming off the bench and giving you 34. And Malik. No, he's not. And the thing, but what's representative of Malik Monk as well as De'Aaron Fox and Fox, it's easier said than done. But for Monk, he cannot get that dribble penetration. It can happen again. We'll give you one, and I don't care if it's Wiggins. I don't care if it's GP two. Somebody has got to lock him up. You cannot get to the rack and shoot fourteen free throws. Dude was fourteen of fourteen from the stripe. There's your game. That cat going the line fourteen times and hitting all of them. You're staring at your paper. Let me give you another one. How do you, how do you get to the line fourteen times? Well, because you go at the rim. He was attacking, and the Warriors were on. You know they were on their skates, man. They were Michael Jackson doing Billy Jean. They were backing up. They were moonwalking. You've got to force that. You have got to do a much better job of of ball defense when it comes to those two basketball players. Uh, He's one of my favorites. The location is San Francisco. Simply said, just give me my man, that guy. It's
0: been a while. What's up, that guy? Oh, our guy. Hey, hey, hey. What is up, brothers? My man, Devone, and my guy, Chuck, chill out. Chuck, the only time I see you now is on Channel 5, and I'm going to be, you know, I always keep it 100% with you fellas. I had stopped listening to the station when you guys were gone. In fact, I had to go to the internet to get the phone number. That's how much, (laughs) that without Block, without uh, Styles, without Devone, and my man, Chuck, chill out. I don't know how I was turning the station. I was going to put it on some oldies. And I heard uh, my man Devone ran Ravens, so I was, I was like a flash in the past. But, hey, I got a couple, uh, couple things to mention about uh, the, the game last night now that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Why didn't, for one, why didn't uh, Clay just drive the lane and go for the two there? He was wide open, and he could've, we could have went up by a point. That's one. But, you know, they blew it. They, blew it. they were getting all these fouls. There were like eight fouls in the last three or four minutes. And we weren't getting any calls, but they were getting all of them. So, uh, like you were saying, Devon, they have to stop the fouling. They can't let these guys to the line. And I don't know what it is. They need to get Looney in there a little bit. Sooner. And when he comes in, he's like, a you know, a pit bull with the, uh, the basketball. He's going after it. But they got him in too late, and he wasn't being able to get the foul. I mean, the loose uh, the, the ball. So, a couple other things, too. I'll, I'll let you guys go, but I appreciate you guys getting me on is that uh, I think Brown has a clear advantage because he can tell his players, hey, in the last three or four minutes, this is what's going to go down. This is where Curry's going to go. This is what Draymond does. This is where Clay does. And Kerr doesn't have that advantage. He doesn't know that team like Brown knows this team. And uh, one other thing, those cowbells, man, are pissing me off. <laughs> is, there, is it legal? Is no. it legal? And, and I'm going back to the stick. I'm going back to the stick. Is it legal? And I'm calling because I'm going to the game for 18,000 fans to bring a foghorn in, and every time they call a timeout, and back of the bench of the Kings, uh, just let that ah! like like the old stick. Can we do that? Is that allowed in the building? Uh, hey, listen, if Demar Derozan's
3: kid can scream at free throws, why not, man? There are no rules, but I know the. The cowbells are—they're supposed to confiscate those things. Hey, that guy, will you do me a favor? I'm just asking. I know you got stuff to do, but will you call back and will you give us a little freestyle before we're off the air in about an hour and a half?
0: Uh, yeah, let's see. I'll be heading back. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Clement and Geary right now, but uh, I'll give you some freestyle. Let me see. Let me come up with something. You know, I—I I always say it has been a while. It's been a long I, know, time. I know, I know. Left you hey. without some beats the step two but i'll call back brother appreciate it all right we'll hear from hey, that when g- do we hear you guys again man? Uh, well
3: you just write in let them know man just let that them- where's his snare the guy's name's matt nahagian i'll give you his address just just i tell you what every one of you go outside and pick at this place <laughs> and say i want chuck and dan back every damn one of you all right let's get out to lou hanging out in Daly city and wants to talk about the golden state warriors what do you got lou
0: Hello, hello. I'm actually in New York City, uh, but I've been watching the Golden State Warriors for since the, pretty much the uh, beginning of the run. And what I'm seeing this year is no team is really scared of the Warriors no more. And I actually think that this series is the hardest series for Golden State, only because Mike Brown knows the knows so much, and it's another guy on the bench who used to work for Golden State, who I think pretty much helps with the offense. So I think this might be the hardest series Um up to maybe the uh, Western Conference Finals, if they make it, just because the personnel are so close.
3: Good job, Lou. Where are you in New York? Oh, whatever. I've never- he said he was from Daly City. Has anybody ever gotten those two places confused before? Daly City in New York. You know, there might be something to what Lou just said, that you don't instill that fear that, you know, I was referencing Keegan Murray, sort of tongue in cheek, that hey, man, this is Steph Curry; these are the legends. Do they still walk in the building and demand that respect, or is this like Tiger Woods in the latter years, when all of a sudden some of those kids, Rory McIlroy, and some of the younger players on the Dustin Johnson looked at him and, you know, they said, "You ain't so bad." You know, before it was the back nine at Sunday, and we'd all crap our corduroys again. I don't know why that reference came from, why it's getting so much play, but now. Are they looking at the Warriors like Tiger in the latter years? Like, nah, you're 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 no longer that guy.
4: Is that what's going on here? No, I don't think so. All right. I think they still demand the respect. It took it took everything for the Kings to beat them down the stretch. It took everything. I know, I, I know they were missing some threes, brother. That, pick a lane. You just told me that this is the Sacramento Kings are winning the series. But go ahead. I did not say that. Right. I did not say that. I just said there should be a little bit of everyone that's waffling. saying ah, oh, they're going to come back and they're going to win four straight He's games. He's waffling. I'm not waffling, not waffling whatsoever. (laughs) You still have to cut me off, don't (laughs) you? I'm waiting for everyone to come in with the picket signs. That's what I'm waiting for. Go ahead. So what were you saying? So you don't think that this is
3: the beginning of the end? You don't think that they – you think they instill that level of fear, that when
4: it gets – because when it's – I think heading into game one, probably. And the fact that the Kings were able to – I think game one was the biggest in the series for a lot of reasons – Most notably, everyone says, oh, after 17 years, you return to the playoffs, the the fan base is showing out like that at Golden One Center. That's a positive. I think it's a negative for the Sacramento Kings. I think all the pressure was on the Kings last night. Now, you can say, "Uh, the Warriors are supposed to be here. The Kings aren't. Kings are playing free. They're playing loose. I think the Kings last night, I I think Keegan Murray's box score kind of shows up with how the Kings should have been feeling. There was some pressure on them to go out, play well, and win that game. One, they're loose now; they're letting it fly. They feel good. Text lines calling you, Charlie
3: Waffling Waters. <laughs> Why'd you do that Sorry, to me? Man. Hey, so the C Dub, let's recall you, C Dub. So here's the thing: is I just want to get back to the Warriors and what I think is that uh, at times they become too reliant on the three. I know we oh.
4: talked about this. Can I give you numbers? I know you love no, numbers. No, I don't want your numbers. Screw your numbers. I. I love how that it's guy said, nice. I love how that guy said, you're not very nice. You just called Zion a, a blimp. Um, with that being said, I love how that guy said, why didn't Klay Thompson just take it in? And we got the text line saying, why'd Wiggins take that three? He had the lane. Wiggins is one of the most athletic human beings I've ever seen. He could have taken two dribbles and crammed it down their cram hole. I, you know, I, Could have I, cocked that thing back and thrown it down. One point lead warrior, seven seconds to go. They are too in love with the three-point shot. But it's just its not going to change. It is who they are. They've won that way for a long time. They could still win that way. But it does hurt them in situations like that where I am pretty sure, I'd have to go back and and look at the highlights, but I am pretty sure that Clay Thompson had numbers in that moment and probably could have taken his defender off the bounce. You're right. A
3: lot of this is just we're we're doing a little Monday morning quarterbacking. I didn't – As much as I get on the Warriors for shooting too many threes and being reliant on the three and thinking it's twenty sixteen. That one to Wiggins, I didn't have an issue with. He was one for seven. I know. I well, I have an issue as to whether I could we could talk about whether he should have even been on the floor at that point. Twenty-eight minutes might have been a little bit much for him, but the draw and kick to Wiggins open for a three. Yeah, maybe after the fact. You know, take a couple of dribbles, get to the baseline, but I, I can live with that. I can live with that three. What I can't live with is when this game's hanging in the balance and you come down early in the clock, and Clay Thompson with a man and a hand in his face is trying to go a hand down, man down, and and trying and trying to heat check. This is not the place and time, but. There's no reprimanding. It doesn't stand out. There's no, Kerr doesn't call a quick 20 and say, Kerr, sit sit down, Clay Thompson, that was ill-advised. No, this is part of who they are, and they need to change that persona because it is not 2016 anymore. You cannot live and die by a three. You want to hear numbers? Here you go, Chuck. They were six of 19 from three-point territory in the fourth quarter, six of 19. But here, here is the caveat is that they were in the bonus that entire time. Mm-hmm. You get to the rim, or you get fouled, and you're shooting free throws. You can win this thing from the line. You're in the bonus, and you're still relying on jacking one up from Folsom or throwing one up from 25 feet. That's the only
4: reference I know out there near Sacramento. All right, we went to the text line. We went to the sources. Because I said I'd have to go back to the highlights just to break down the film and see how open Clay was, and we got all caps. Five one zero is adamant. Go back and watch the film. Clay had the easy layup. No, I, I don't. Clay know. had the easy layup, but we'll he kicked look at it. it. I love the three. I don't
3: think he had an easy. I think that there was there were guys converging on him, which is why Wiggins was open. He drew a crowd. He made the right play. If Wiggins shoots that, he could in, have stopped and popped right there. If Wiggins tries to shoot that layup with a couple of guys on him and misses. We're sitting here today going, why didn't you kick to Wiggins? Wiggins was wide open. So I think he made the right basketball play. As much as we get on clay for shooting these ill-advised threes, that last play to Wiggins, to me, was the right call. Wiggins just missed the shot. But whether Wiggins should have been shooting it in the game at that point, we can debate. The issue I have is you're 6 of 19 from three-point territory when you're in the bonus. That, to me, is showing that – Get to the line. There's another way to do this. And the Golden State Warriors, at times, look as though they have no interest. So, that's the key. I do want to celebrate. Yeah, so the text line's also saying the Warriors cannot start DiVincenzo next game. Yeah, I think the DiVincenzo starting is over with. How about Peyton? No, Wiggins will come back into the starting lineup. Oh, I would
4: love to see a lineup, and I know it's tough to do, but a lineup with Wiggins Peyton, Draymond on the floor at the same time, defensively. I think if the Warriors want to win this series, you don't beat the Kings at their own game. You don't try to beat them 133-131. I know you said otherwise. You said, hey, they want to get into a track meet and a shootout with the Warriors, good luck. I think you beat the Kings by out-physicaling them because I think you do have the advantage in that regard. With who? With who? Oh, GP two, but they they can't out physical Draymond, anybody. Draymond, GP two, Wiggins is physical. Like let's, you're obsessed with size. You're a size matters kind of guy. I'm not. I don't need They're size small, matters. Baby, I
3: wouldn't call them a physical basketball team. I will call Draymond physical. Now you got GP two, and yeah, you could be a little physical.
4: But Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson are not physical. players. No, but I think Wiggins Wiggins plays bigger than he is. And, and last year when the Warriors were at their best, dominating and, and carving through the competition like it was a Thanksgiving turkey in the NBA playoffs, Andrew Wiggins was dominant defensively. And I think if you have Wiggins, Draymond, and GP2 in there at the same time, or at least a combo of two of those three on the floor at every time, I think that's your formula. There should never be a lineup thrown out there that – it's only one of those three. DiVincenzo has to come out of the starting lineup. That's not a knock
3: on DiVincen- DiVincenzo. Excellent. We say- is excellent. He is crucial. We, he we is-
4: sat here and said how good he is. He's a winner. He won titles at Villanova. He won a championship oh, with Milwaukee. He's a damn good player. I just think gp is better.
3: Yeah, well, I don't know I'd go that far. He's better defensively for this series or GP2 locking up De'Aaron Fox. DiVincenzo still has a significant role. We just don't want to see him... The majority of the time. On switches, is going to have to watch Fox. But you don't want to see him guarding De'Aaron Fox for 20 minutes as he did last night. That's not a winning formula. But I'm with you. GP2 and Wiggins. And Monk comes into that game. GP2 just has to play more. And so we talk about one of the callers said that Coach Brown outcoached Steve Kerr. Well, if there are knocks on Steve Kerr is that he sat Steph Curry too long. This is not the regular season. Put Steph up there in 39 to 40 minutes a game. All and right? he played Jonathan Kaminga too much.
4: I know you hate me Sleep saying that. Sleep in the offseason, but No, th- no Jonathan Kaminga has to play. You said, you said play Gary the Payton the second needs more minutes than 20. I agree with that. Where are his where, where minutes coming from? It's the 10 minutes that Jonathan Kaminga had. It's the Andrew Wiggins is not going to
3: play 28. Again. But he'll
4: play 25. You need to get. He may play 28.
3: Jonathan Kaminga. Will have an impact in this series, and the only reason he's going to stay on the floor is because he's going to get to the rim and do some good things. If this if this series is wide he open, zero rebounds, no, Dan. That, the, zero you, rebounds, no rebounds,
4: he's got to come out. He's that there's he may that, not he may not go back in. That that we've is seen absolutely. what Steve Kerr does. We've seen when someone doesn't produce, they all of a sudden. Kind that's inexcusable. Of, they, they fall down to the no, bench no, no, and you don't no. see them for a minute. Do no, no, so you think Kaminga's coming back for 25 oh, minutes oh, hell, and 15 no, points in no, no, game no, no, two? Not Mark minutes. it down, folks. No, Call into cool. the station when Dan's anchoring next Saturday, hosting next Sunday, whatever it may be, and say, Dan, I thought, I thought Kaminga no, was going to have a big game. be on here in the middle of the
3: week at night
4: again. My key card won't work. I'll be knocking on the door. The night shows are bad. <laughs> News no, to me.
3: No, no, no. no, they are not. Harrison Barnes, by the way, hit a step back three in the fourth quarter. Harrison Barnes, by the way, is the one guy we have not talked about, but Fox. Harrison Barnes played well. And yeah, that step back was 13. big. And you know, there's an asterisk next to this for Harrison Barnes. We all know former Golden State where feels as though he was done wrong by Draymond. Draymond apparently ran him out of town, and Harrison Barnes knows it. You said, listen, you want Kevin Durant? You're the one who got on the phone with Kevin Durant. You begged for Kevin Durant. You didn't want me. You got Kevin Durant. Well, guess what? And I'm homegrown. And you're not coming to my wedding. We're going to dance with that. I think that's so funny. Everybody went to that wedding. Everybody went to Harrison Barnes' wedding from the Golden State Warriors. I'm talking about, you know, Chioza, I think, got an invite. Everybody was out there except Draymond Green. Jacob Evans was there. They were all... They're all doing the dance, except one, Draymond Green. But as Draymond says, "Hey, man, don't put that on me." But Harrison Barnes, you know, Harrison Barnes is—he's got something to prove here. There's, there's definite added incentive. Yeah, first you know time what? in the postseason, seven years in this series, yeah. which you're not going to see. While Sacramento can lay claim that, hey, listen, we're the new up and coming basketball team. We're the new kids on the block. Get out of the way, old men. Golden State. It's not Memphis. It's us. The difference between this series or Memphis and Sacramento is that, quite frankly, as much as I don't want to say this, they're sort of likable. There is no Ja Moran. There is no Dylan Brooks. There are no punks on this team. De'Aaron Fox, he's, he's a baller and he's a nice dude. Yeah. So I say that to say this is that I don't know. And as much as Draymond wants to get in somebody's grill, I don't think you're going to see any of the testing. No, it's been been
4: civil. And and so far with the fan bases, for the most part, I now I haven't been doing talk radio four hours a day. I'm sure if we pulled Bonte Hill, he he would say a a little different story than we're scripting right here. But from my perspective and what I've seen and, and the callers calling in saying, yeah, I'm glad that Sacramento won one. and it's cool seeing them light the beam. We're gonna take it in five anyways. like where's the where's the animosity? Where's the where's the hatred? they just they just took you down game one. Joe's hanging out in San Mateo. Joseph.
3: That's where we're going. What's up, Jose? Hey
0: guys, uh, a great show. I uh, just uh, turned in a little bit and heard you guys discussing
3: about uh, the game, obviously. so. So I think you know. I think instead of you know, kind of, uh, I don't know who, which one of you guys made the comment, says you know, complaining about you know, kind of Kaminga not grabbing a rebound in only ten minutes of play. I think the bigger you know issue. I I, I, I saw. I just looked at the game again. I watched the game again over breakfast. Gary Payton, his only job was to slow down either Monk or De'Aaron Frost. Did he look like he didn't eat either last night? So I think that's the biggest adjustment. And Draymond, and also the last point, Draymond and, and uh, Looney's defense was a bonus. Unreal. I mean, that, that, that was a that was clinic. Thank you. You know what, Joe? You, you are absolutely correct. That's why Draymond is worth what it is that he's asking for. Draymond just said, Sabonis, it ain't happening. Looney, that was absolute textbook. But you're right. It's not about in the paint. It's not about mixing it up with Sabonis. It's about when they want to get you out on an island with Monk and or De'Aaron Fox. Who's going to stay in front of these guys? It's got to be GP two or Wiggins, and that's it. And they're going to get you on switches. So I saw Clay Thompson, who was like a day and a half late, trying to stay with De'Aaron Fox. They're going to get you on switches where you're going to see Steph having to watch, you know, De'Aaron Fox or Monk. I mean, that's just going to happen throughout the course of the game. They want to take advantage of that of that switch with but... his
4: size, athleticism, and length. Though you would think that Jonathan Kaminga may be a decent candidate to stay with Monk. Maybe. You just told me he's not going to play in this series. Waffle. I, I, <laughs> I, I said right. he's not going to play in this series if he plays like he did last night. Yeah, I but, thought he was a little out of control personally. And
3: by the way, before we get to the breaks, take's irrelevant. I Dan, did I told see E forty did get ejected. I don't know if he got ejected as much as I think he got. He, they let him come back into the game, but they needed him to cool down because he was standing up, and people behind him out there in Sacramento said, "Hey, man, sit your butt down." And E forty did not like that. Fifty cent was there on hand. Barry Bonds was on hand. The governor of the great state of California, Gavin Newsom, was there. Not a hair out of place, slick back. Uh, yeah, I mean that—that's probably need to take tips. The most notoriety that Sacramento has had, in I don't know how long since what the State Fair. Hey, Cam, give me some Sacramento love. Let's hear from the King fans. Come on, man, let's bob for some apples. Oh, what are we doing Sacramento day, honey? Well, I heard 7-Eleven's got a slippery. Let's go, Sacramento. Haystack Cowboy Farmers, this is your moment. Get up at 5 in the morning and go ahead and milk that bovine. Road Hotel, where are my overalls, oh, gosh gosh! Got me old fiddle when the sun's coming up, Go to Sacramento, because no one knows who the hell you are, but you just put yourself back on the map. That was beautiful last night. They were relevant again. Go ahead, Cam. Look at me, man. I'm going to do the dance. Where's that television? They were awesome last night. Congratulations
4: to Sacramento, man. You guys showed up. Lit that beam. That was God, You were just throwing the most subtle jabs. You're like, Sacramento, that was awesome last night. No, it, no, it was. was. No, it's called a
3: bunch of hillbillies. No, no, that was awesome, Sacramento. You guys, that was good for the league. That was ambatter- – you were an ambad- ambassador. I'm trying to say amba- ship. You were ambassadors for the game last night. People tuning around because everything sucked yesterday, right? Everybody was blowing everybody out. The Knicks game was pretty good. They took care of the Cavaliers. But aside from that, Boston blowing out Atlanta. I mean –
4: they got a hell of a fan base. That was fun. And they they've, they've stuck with them through the years. Now, what I want to know is how many of the young population growing yeah, up. The Waffle House has and, to
3: sponsor you, by the way. Sorry, the there's no on.
4: Waffle Houses in the Bay Area. Hey, are it's a great sponsor? Yeah, it would be because he waffles. I don't waffle. Go ahead. I'm not. A, I'm not a waffler. <laughs> I may have waffled on that one opinion there, but I I, I stick to my guns. You know I, I do, but um, the the fans that. Grew up in let's say Vacaville, or you know some of those places that are right split there. That Vacaville, which has got an insane asylum and a prison, that probably should be that probably should be Kings Country. You would think, right? Yeah.
3: It's it's closer to that Sacramento way. Sacramento
4: was awesome last night, man.
3: I'm serious. That was when's the last time that you had the entire crew ABC network television ascend? Well, it had to be 17 years ago. Oh, four, yeah. Um, They're all there in Sacramento. Answer your phone for crying out loud. We're on the radio. You turn that thing off. Kylan, he'll be back in about an hour. Relax. Not my phone, folks. So... I think I just want to reiterate: Sacramento showed up last night. That was impressive. That By the way, a, you're,
4: you're 55 seconds over. Maybe, maybe it's Nahegan calling. You got a break. Got a break. All right, we continue here on 95 7. We're hitting the last hour
3: coming up. That guy is going to riff. He's going to freestyle. Yeah, I'm teasing it. I have no idea whether he's going to call us back. We'll also talk about Game Two. What do you think, Golden State Warrior fans? Is it a must-win? And how do you see things going down in game two? Do you see De'Aaron Fox rinsing, repeating, going for 38? I don't. Malik Monk for 34? You buying this stuff? And are you okay with the Golden State Warriors and the way they played it last night? My man Chuck feels as though there is a high, high level of – it's what is it that it's you're on red alert you're on red alert is where you're at you're going to take us to the top of the hour you're going to hit the commercial break. i'm just going to keep babbling until <laughs> who cares they <laughs> can't get rid of us just playing you know
2: <laughs> cars for kids over me we'll be back after this this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what